Getting virtual roommates. Shade, keep the music going. This is 86.5, the buyer side chat. It's your boy, Jack. And Shade. And his boy, Shade. I know I probably sound a little bit depressed right now, but um, we're going to talk about the debate, that's why. So, With that being said, though, I did have some positivity for you all. And so, um, as many of you might have heard, the Tampa Bay Lightning are the Stanley Cup champions, and that's after years of trying and failing, including last year being one of the winningest teams in the history of hockey, and then getting knocked out in the first round via a sweep. first round of the playoffs and so as you can imagine you know the great shame and embarrassment they probably felt and but this year they came back and despite all the naysayers they were able to get over that hump um and I guess my point is is you all might have some setbacks in life and it's okay you'll get over the hump so with that being said, the quote of the day is, uh, it's really simple. It's, you are enough, a thousand times enough. And so I'll leave you all with this. If the version of you from five years ago could see where you are right now, they'd be so proud of all that you've accomplished and all that you've made it through. You never quit. Every time you kept your head up, every time you picked yourself up, they'd be proud of that. They'd be proud of every success. And if the you from five years in the future could see you, they'd tell you to keep going. You're doing great. And you're going to be just fine. What's up, people? So, Shade, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? I am hanging in there. Um, I have not been looking forward to this all day. But, um, you know, I love look at talking to the people, our virtual roommates. But um, I'm not looking forward to talking about this debate. <laughs> Understandably so. Did you see that debate last night? Unfor- unfortunately, our producers made me. They said that I couldn't watch those Bankies. <laughs> I couldn't watch those Bankies. Which, by the way, the Yankees like, were looking pretty good. Not right now. They're down. Like. Well, yeah, but <laughs> for a little while, they were looking pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I say, well, I mean, it's a three-game series, so it'd be fun. I was going to say. It'd definitely be fun to see. Um, did you get your gallon in? Were you stretching today? I I have stretched today. I've gotten most of my gallon in. I should have it done by the end of the night. I have about an eighth of a gallon left, probably about 16 fluid ounces or so. There you go. Not bad, not bad. I've probably got maybe like two or three bottles to go. Two or three. I forget which. I was going to say, well, you're also up much later than I am, so you should definitely finish. I was going to say, hopefully you all at home, 
you remember to drink your water. If you didn't, grab some water right now. Go on and do a little bit of light stretching. You know, just take care of yourself. Um, with that being said, you know, we're obviously going to hop into the debate, but I wanted to start out by saying, you know, like, um, podcasting is kind of hard. Um, it's difficult because you have like one chance to say what you're going to say and it goes out there and then that's, that's it. Like you got to, or you gotta, you know, you gotta get the, you gotta get everything out you want to say. And so like, for example, last time we were talking about, you know, non-commitment, the talking, all that good stuff. And, you know, another aspect of it that I totally forgot to bring up until right after we stopped was, you know, social media and its role in all of this. You know, like back in the day, you didn't see all of these, like, you know, these models, actors, actresses, and stuff like that on a regular basis on social media. It was easy. It was easy to, like, appreciate, you know, what you have. Like, nowadays, you know, you'll be with, you know, uh, the most attractive, you know, person that you want to be with, um, or the person you're most attracted to, but then on social media, you're following, you know, a bunch of people that are more attractive, you know, uh, and there's always going to be somebody more attractive, more attractive in your state, in your country. It might be your favorite actor, actress, you know, it might be a musician. Um, it, it, I think that it does make you, you know, it's hard, but it does make you lack appreciation for the beautiful thing you have right in front of you. And I would even argue that that extends into like, you know, who you are and your life. You know, you see people having a good time and doing all this stuff and you're like, you know, you feel a little left behind. And like I said, social media, I think social media has been good, but um, I think that that's just another negative way in which it's, you know, influenced our generation. That being said, I am going to go on. And pass it right over to you, Shade. Talk about the debate. Start us off. <laughs> what well, are you thinking? I guess the first thing, and I think everyone is pretty much on the same page with this one. At least everything that I've seen so far has all been on the same page with this. Um, that was not a debate. That was like a children's shouting match between two people. I mean, honestly, it oh. was difficult to watch. It was cringeworthy. It was certainly not presidential on Donald Trump's end. Um, just absolutely could not get a single word in edgewise. That's Joe specifically. Joe couldn't get a single word in edgewise versus Trump's what they call now bulldozing, which is absolutely, I think that's a great term for it. But at the same time, it, it didn't help Joe to look, at least to me, any stronger as a candidate. He seemed flustered. He seemed confused, agitated. And the biggest thing for me was he seemed kind of hateful, which I don't know, just wasn't, it didn't ring as a good image in my mind from either candidate. And yeah, it was it was very difficult to watch. Did you have any any thoughts on that as well, Jack? Um, yeah, no, I um, I definitely thought Joe should try to do a better calm, be a better job being like you know I'm gonna be the calm voice and, but you know like Donald Trump didn't necessarily 
make it easy for him. But oh, had no. he showed up and been like, you know, like, I'm calm, like, no matter what happens, then, like, Trump, you can't get to me, like, and Trump was doing all that yelling, looking foolish, like, it it would have been a better look than what we saw last night. Um, I still think Joe came away more positive, despite the fact I have several uh, criticisms of him. But, um, yeah, I, I did want to say I'm glad that, you know, you didn't, you know, try any drinking games for the debate. Uh, oh, man. Say, you'd definitely be in the hospital right now. Yeah. If you weren't in the morgue. So, um, no, it's wild. Right off the get-go, Trump was... Um, he was on an 11. I thought the two most notable moments with Donald Trump, um, as far as his negatives go, were when he was interrupting Joe and Joe was talking about his son, Bo, and he bought up Hunter. That was awful. And then he looked in, Joe looked in the camera and he was like, you know, my son had a drug problem and I'm proud of him. And, you know, he fought it off. And, and I was like, dang, I was like, I feel like a lot of Americans, like parents are looking, they're like, man, like my kid, like young or old, like they've done some stuff, but I love them anyway. And then, but I thought it was silly how, you know, Trump is talking about families. I'm like, you want to talk about families and corruption, brother? Like, it's some wild stuff but then i thought it was the other bad moment that trump had was where he couldn't tell uh the proud boys or whatever you know he oh couldn't my god repudiate them that was hard to watch and um it was no i have was, things i i could say about that as well it was uh well go ahead go ahead well so i don't know just to give the counter argument it's not really obvious what he was saying. I personally, just in watching Donald Trump from the years that we've all been watching Donald Trump now, it's I I could easily chalk it up to he was just talking out of his rear, if you will, for lack of a better word. Can I can I interrupt you for a second to say I thought you your defense was gonna be they're not necessarily a white supremacy group. They're a white advocacy group. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know what the Proud Boys are as an, a formal group. <laughs> Is this like a thing? Yeah. Um, so their mission statement isn't necessarily bad, although it's weird. So their mission, I think it's the way they carry it out that makes them... Basically, it's not that I think it's that they're proud. So they're called the Proud Boys. So I think that because that people argue that they're like proud of like what white folks accomplished as far as dominating the other races go in Western Civ. But what they actually say, well, on their like, you know, their synopsis or whatever on like whatever website I had found that was for them. They said that it's that they don't apologize for it. Like, this is what happened. Like, this is what happened. And so, it, huh. and so I don't know. Like, I guess, like, in that sense, like, you 
you shouldn't feel guilty about, you know, the mistakes of, you know, your forefathers. You should just, you know, figure out how they're complicit in society today and then help to uh, eradicate that. But um, so, yeah, the Proud Boys, some say white supremacy, others say white advocacy. So, OK, well, would, that's good. That's that's, that's, that's I, important. That's what I thought you that's I what I know. thought you were going to say. I was going to no, like, that is actually some very boy, important boy. context that I didn't know. <laughs> that said, I still want to go back to my argument that I honestly I don't know if he knew exactly what he was saying or how it would come across like stand down and stand back. It seemed almost to me kind of borderline facetious. Well, he didn't say back. He said, bye. Oh, stand Stand by. Excuse me. Right, right, right. So stand back, stand by. Like, I don't know. I say stupid stuff all the time just because I'm like, da, 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 da. Like, I don't know. Now, granted, he should be at the point in his career where he doesn't do that. I agree, but we know Donald Trump very well. This man just talks. He just talks. And I could see how it could be that he didn't really intend for like a standby kind of like communicate. Like that might not be what he meant. He might have just meant like, hey, I think it's ridiculous that you think that white supremacists would – listen to me in the first place but fine sure stand down stand by like i don't know that's what it kind of seemed like it could have been but maybe not i would say one i would say that it would be hard for me to believe that he doesn't know that white supremacists listen to him because david duke endorsed him and remember he was like i don't know who david duke is and then finally after you know pressure from the media finally he was like all right, I denounce him, I denounce him. And then, you know, you had a few years ago, it happened in Charlottesville, and he goes, well, there were very fine people on both sides. Like, the, what? I think he's just and trying so to speak. I'll, hold on, and I'm going to put you, I'm going to hit you with this last point. If it was a misinterpretation, like you pointed it out to be, and we're imagining it in a, in a poor way, why wouldn't you as Donald Trump, you're always on your Twitter, you're always, you know, you're always talking, you know, you have a press conference daily. Why wouldn't you come out and then just say, I denounce them. Uh, they should, any of my supporters should accept the election results. You shouldn't like he yesterday. He said that you should go to the polls and watch, watch what go to the polls, that go to the too. polls. Yeah. I was going to say with your firearm, right. And your camo and stand outside yeah, and that watch bothered like, me a lot. Yeah. I was going to say, so Trump, uh, uh, he knew what he was doing. I was going to say, he, I, I'm a huge believer in giving folks the benefit of the doubt. But when the track record is there, the track record is there. Um, and the unfortunate truth is here we are 24 hours later and we still haven't heard clarification from the president. And so, Until he, I- and so he, he meant what he said and he said what he meant. Stand down and stand by in case we have to get rowdy. Like... Maybe I don't know. I think that's a stretch. I Maybe. will have to, I will have to hear what he actually honestly thinks directly about white supremacy. My problem with it was that he was clearly avoiding the question, and that doesn't look good, not at all. The fact it's a pretty easy just, question uh, to answer. That you can't just uh, yeah. denounce white supremacy is a problem. <laughs> like it ain't good at all, and so. Uh, 
You know, I will give Trump this. He had a good moment where he talked about uh, where Biden bought up his taxes. And he said, this is the tax code you wrote. You were in Congress all this time. You were vice president. You wrote this tax code. And I was thinking to myself, a lot of you all are mad at Trump for doing that and not paying taxes. But you need to be mad at your congressman and the federal government because, quite frankly, they shouldn't be written that way. They're written in a way that he was able to get $70,000 off for hair. But I was reading somewhere, and I don't know how accurate that is, that teachers can only write off $500 worth of uh, school supplies for their kids. Really? Yep, but he can write off 70000 for his hair. Wow. It tells you where this country's priorities are. It really does. Like, I mean, I um, guess in an purely argumentative sense, it is pretty important for the president of the United States to have an appropriate appearance. You would call that hair appropriate would be my counter. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that that is. <laughs> like you're going like, to spend 70000 like, a year for I hair can, that looks like that, shape. Like, I could see $70,000 for suits. You know, like, that makes $70,000 for his hair. Yeah, yeah, for, for his hairdo. Like... It's hard to make good-looking hair, even with $70,000, apparently. But Like, 70000 for hair, but no. Now, Joe is it Biden, just on his hair, or is it hair, hair maintenance, hair makeup, hair styling? It's all, yeah, they said just on the his all hair. Like, all-around encompassing Everything hair. that has to deal with hair. 70000 on that, hair. You know, most Americans don't make. I feel like most yeah, Americans you know, don't make seventy thousand in a year. You're gonna write off. Yeah, but if you're spending seventy thousand dollars in your taxes, if you're spending two hundred dollars every single time someone has to style his hair on his head, like how much is that? Two hundred times three sixty-five. Uh, let me see. I can't do math. <laughs> two hundred times three sixty-five. That's, That's seventy-three thousand dollars. He gets it done every single day. And then he writes it. But this is the craziest part for me. So he's right. One, nobody is going to fix it. And then uh, I'm going to follow it up by saying, um, and two, what are you complaining about somebody raising your taxes for if you're not paying taxes? Like That is absolutely wild to me. Now, is he paying his taxes? I guess it hasn't come out yet. No, I guess somebody leaked his taxes. Um, And, yeah, they say that he's paying the bare minimum, though. I guess there is, like, some years he paid $0 and 0 cents. It's crazy. People are mad at Trump. But the real question is, what about, like, I wonder what some of these other folks are up to, Bezos and folks like that. But um, Oh, I'm sure they're doing their tax write-offs. I'm sure they're doing... All kinds of whatever they can to not pay taxes. Yeah. That's what you do when you've got millions upon billions of dollars. Yeah. Soon to be trillions for Bezos. Trillions. Like, he's going to be the world's first trillionaire. Like, that's just foolish. Like, yeah. No. Um, what was I going to say? So uh, now I had some moments that kind of kind of bothered me with Joe Biden as well. How could you not? I had, no, I mean, like, moments where, like, they made me seriously, like, think to myself, like, are you, 
you still can get my vote, but like it made me regret watching it because I was like, dang. I feel now you. I'm now I'm sharp. Like one, he uh I didn't like the fact that he couldn't commit to whether or not he was gonna uh increase the size of the Supreme Court. Yeah. That was kind of wild to me. I was like, Joe, like Trump is like I you have the opportunity. You're talking about bringing the country together and remaining calm. Think about it. there's a swath of independent voters who are like, you know, Republican leaning voters who are like, oh, dang, like if Democrats and Joe do pack the court, like that would be like, uh, like, think about it. Like there's a bunch of people voting for Joe just to be president of the United States and not president of white America. And yeah, for him not to come out and be like, no, you know, we're going to let the American people decide because quite frankly, like, yeah, Republicans are going to get to fill this seat, but elections have consequences. And if you, the American people remember what happened here and every year go every election going forward, you remember and you vote blue. We, uh, we'd be in a much better, uh, a much better place. I didn't like the fact that Joe didn't, you know, Joe should have renounced, I don't want to say renounced Antifa, but he should have, you know, bought up, he should have explained what Antifa is or taken the time to, he probably should have just, I would have just renounced Antifa, to be honest with you, once again, because that's another example of like misinformation and a lot of, there's a lot of misinformation out there. I would just, at that point, you know, at this point, there's so many people voting for Joe because he's not Trump. All he has to do is kind of like, you know, if I were him, I would stand right in the middle. I would grab every decent Republican there is to grab. And I would I would dare the far left. Vote for the Green Party. Vote, Cast your vote for Bernie Sanders. I double dog dare you. Give us four more years of Trump. Y'all saw what happened to the Supreme Court. That's That type of damage is irreversible. And so I don't want to sit here and be, you know, a cog of the two-party system. But the truth be told, like, this election, if you aren't voting for Trump or Biden, like, I really don't know what to tell you. But um, I thought it was pretty awkward how Joe couldn't name a single law enforcement agency that supports him. Um, And I thought that was kind of wild because he should have just bought up the fact that his vice president is an officer who supports him. Yeah. Kamala Harris, attorney general. My vice president was the top cop in California. Like, what do you mean? Like, are you nuts? Like, cops don't support Joe. Like, no, I think, I think in this age of hyper partisanism, most police officers probably do support Trump just because they feel like Democrats don't appreciate their service and, Yada, yada, the whole nine yards, like Blue Lives Matter, all that good stuff. Um, But I don't know. I don't know if, like, no law enforcement agency supports you. I mean, I would ask him how many law enforcement agencies called out Buffalo when they pushed with Buffalo Police Department, when they pushed that old man on the ground. You saw that video? And he was laying there. Oh, you didn't? They, like, pushed him out the way, and he, like, fell backwards. He was laying there totally messed up and they were just walking by him this is like an old old man 
I would say how many police officers, I would say how many, uh, how many police organizations called them out or how many police officers called out the Louisville PD for killing Breonna Taylor? How many, like you have to just like Joe, just, he wasn't fast enough with a lightning counter. Like you need a lightning right hook in politics. And you know, like right then and there, how many police organizations called out Minneapolis? And you know what? The answer is some might've, but Donald Trump don't know. And right then, that's called a counter. You might not know. I don't know if any law organizations support Joe. Don't matter. I just flipped the script. Now it's your turn to answer a question. Unless you got another one for me and we can go back and forth like this all night. That's the nature of a debate. Now, last night wasn't a debate because Chris Wallace lost control. And to be frank, I'm mad at him because in this day and age of COVID, you would think that somebody would have thought of the mute button. When it's your turn to talk, you're unmuted and you're muted. And then vice Seriously. versa. Like, you know, like th- if that's how it is in my class, I'm like, mute yourself right now. It's not your, t- it's his turn to talk. Mute yourself. Ha- put, put your hand up. I'll call it mute yourself. Thank you. Like, I couldn't believe it. Like all that screaming and hollering. Like that was, that was downright foolishness. Honestly, that was, um, that was downright foolishness. I thought that it was, uh, I thought it was pretty wild that, you know, Joe Biden said that Trump should come out of his bunker when, to be frank, the DNC has been hiding Joe in his basement, (laughs) letting they've been letting Trump know they've been letting Trump mess this up. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying why you would say that and why if I was Trump, I would I would have been all over that brother. Like I would have been like, oh, yep, you said something foolish and now I'm pouncing on you. Like. You know, my big thing with Joe, this was the only thing that really kind of just it put a bad taste in my mouth. Everything else with Joe, I was, I'm kind of with you on. But the very early portions of the debate, when we're talking about, they were talking about COVID, essentially, and plans, and whether or not either one of them actually had a plan, whether or not either one of them was actually telling the truth. But the entire time, it really just seemed like Joe's entire argument was, you can't trust this man. He's a liar. He's just lying to you now. He's bad. And because of that, you have to vote for me. And I'm like, that's not really an argument. That You're not convincing me of anything. You're just kind of seeming hateful. And whether or not that's true, I mean, I think a large portion of the left honestly does believe that. And maybe he's just appealing to that, but it seemed less based in fact and more based in emotion. And I just didn't think it was a particularly good look. So I'm really excited to see the VP debate because I'm hoping it'll be a little bit calmer and I'll hear a little bit more about an actual plan as opposed to just two people screaming at each other i'll say this much mike pence if you saw the debate with tim kane he ain't gonna interrupt her it'll be her interrupting him or they'll be totally respectful i was gonna say tim kane was yelling over him or not and mike pence was sitting there looking all and that's how i wanted joe biden to look last night but no you're right uh and you know one other criticism i had of joe was he should have said he wants to reopen the country, but only when it's safe. And he wants to follow the advice yeah. of experts. 
But he kind of sat there and looked flustered when Donald Trump was like, I want to send people to schools and I'm opening, I'm opening up the football leagues and whatnot. It's like, you know how many kids have reported COVID already? Like now we have an NFL game canceled over COVID. And so, I mean, yeah, you're opening it up, but at what cost? Like, and then when Joe looked at the camera and talked about how, you know, someone who's died or even like in my case, I just know someone who's had it. And when she talked about how she thought she was going to die, I thought about a world without her. And um, it honestly made me sick. And so when Joe said that, he was like, you know, you'd be sitting across. There's an empty space at the kitchen table. I was thinking to myself, you know, we would, I'd take my kids to the gym. And then the gym teacher, it'd be a new one. It'd be a long-term sub. I was like, that, it really made me sick. And so I thought Joe should definitely put some emphasis on that. But no, you're right. The thing about the debate is the debate is your opportunity to win over moderates and independents. And in this case, you had the opportunity to win over moderates from moderate Republicans. And I thought that while I thought Joe Biden won the debate for two reasons. One, what I told you about. He wasn't going to look like Sleepy Joe, all that stuff. Like that's he did. Out the, he looked good up there. I was going to say, that's out the, that's out. Well, I mean, in the sense, he don't look like he have cognitive issues. He no, don't look yeah, like, right. he, he don't look like he all, seemed that, of all that hollering. Yeah, yes. I was going to say, all that hollering and screaming, he seems like a young man. Like, so uh, Joe won in that sense. Sleepy Joe, all that stuff is out the door. Like, and then I would follow it up with, this was Trump's opportunity to prove to middle class America, suburban America. That he, you know, could be a moderate, not even be a moderate, but it was his chance to win over independence and kind of step away from being, you know, Mr. Republican. And he did not. He had that. that like I said, he walked into that brick wall that was the Biden son thing. Um, he should have never got involved oh. in that. And then he. Um, what was his other flaw? I said earlier. He said something crazy. Um, oh, the, and my the Proud point Boys. Is, uh, yeah, with the Proud Boys. My point is, is you had a real opportunity to... Uh, you had a real opportunity to kind of distance yourself from that. Yeah, yeah. Like, and really step to the center. But um, he spent a lot of time, you know... Honestly, I don't honestly, know how he didn't knock that out of the park. <laughs> he spent a lot of time... Uh, they gave him a change-up. Every now and then, you miss a good change-up. I mean, I don't know if that was a good change-up. It seemed like it was one over the heart of the plate. Like, <laughs> yeah, but, um, No, so I thought, he, I thought he messed that up. And so I thought, like, in that sense, I think Joe came away looking less like a child i wouldn't say more like an adult but less yes like, but no to be fair like i said i don't know if i could handle and then i'm gonna keep i'm gonna be real he was talking about his son and joe kept it cool yeah joe could have joe could have went off joe could have said hey someone gonna have to hold me back now like you talking about my son like that's wild and your family is who they are like that's crazy like that is absolutely wild. And then the third reason I thought Joe won was he had the best moments of the debate as far as talking to the American people go. Like when he looked he in did. the camera and said, like, I'm proud of my son or you all at home know somebody who, you know, 
is should be sitting there across from you and maybe they're not like that was like a real like empathetic moment like and he um, did he had some some good uh and then his last one where he talked about voting they say that like uh that was the most positive moment of the night for either candidate. And so Joe hit more positive moments, like moments that all Americans can look at and be proud. Like if Joe Biden were your president and he came out, he talked about like, you know, what the state of COVID. Right. And he was like, you know, he was giving a um, report and he said, you know, guys, I know, you know, you're all at home and I know you're hurting. Uh, And then, you know, he, it was it was pre- he had moments that were presidential and Trump, I feel like, did not have a single moment on the stage where he showed signs of being presidential. Um, and so I, I'll say that much. Um, I don't know if you have anything else you want to say. No, nope, that's debate pretty much it. Because to be frank, I. um Uh, do you think they'll have a second and a third one? I think so. I think so too. A lot of people are saying that they shouldn't. And I was like, Oh, they shouldn't, but I think they will. You said, Oh, they shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, it, I told you all not to listen. If you're listening now, go back like a week ago. I told you the foolishness was just going to make you mad. Like I told you it was just going to like, think about, Oh, I actually walked away fuming. I was, you walk. You said you walked away. You said I'm done. Like I can't believe he said it. Like I can't believe it was. Nah. So enough about that. Uh, and let's transition into our next marshmallow sports. Um, NBA Finals. Real quick. Who you got? Lakers or Heat? Always Lakers. The Lake Show in how many games? I don't know. You don't know. I gotta go with. I gotta go with the Heat taking them to seven. Really? Nah, probably not. The Lake Show is sweeping them. What's the score now? I don't know, dude. One second. Somebody asked Siri. Like, <laughs> oh man, that's something serious. But um, Siri, us, huh? You like that, don't you? Come on now. Right now, six sixteen ten Heat. The Heat are up. Yeah. No. Them goons, like... They dogging them. I'm mad. All right, so baseball playoffs. Let's talk. Yankees beat up on the Indians yesterday, but are down 4-1 to today. Thoughts on that? Hmm. I still have to watch. I don't know. I'm not sure where the Yankees are going. They've been looking good for certain points, but there's always like a moment where I feel like they slip. Yeah. Well, it's the top of the third inning, which means that the Yankees have gotten to Masahiro Tanaka four times in two innings. So that's concerning, especially since that's your second best pitcher. And there's a pretty big drop off between Tanaka and the next one. Um, What about uh, Brewers Dodgers is tonight. Obviously, everybody is hoping the Dodgers will advance. The Brewers have not looked good at all this year. Cardinals Padres. Cardinals take. I'm so mad. The Cardinals have two of their best. They have their two best pitchers and they aren't playing. Really? The series. I think they're hurt or something, but they got scratched from the lineup. Could be. And COVID. this was after 
This was after everybody submitted their bracket. So obviously I would have chose the Cardinals. Like right when I saw the news, I texted one of my friends. I was like, oh yeah, Cardinals are taking it over the Padres. That ruined everybody's bracket. Their two best pitchers are out. Clevenger and Lamette. That ruined that ruined. Yeah, the what bracket. are they gonna do? That ruined everyone's bracket. Like um and they lost seven to four. There wouldn't have been four runs. There wouldn't have been seven runs with Clevenger. There wouldn't have been seven runs with Lamette. So uh Rays advance to the next round. They'll face the winners of the Yankees Indians. How do you like the Rays? No preference. No preference. I just don't like the I just don't trust the Rays. I don't know why. I just don't trust them. Braves win in 13 in- innings over the Reds. Cubs go down to Miami. We're looking at two upsets there. And the Astros. The cheating a- hey, shout out to the cheating Astros. <laughs> cheating for knocking Astros. out the Twins. I hope you weren't cheating again, but you know, since that's the only way you can win, I'm sure that's exactly what you were doing. Shout out to Carlos Correa and the boys. You heard it here first. No, um, last marshmallow, the rundown. The rundown. You ready? Always. Or should we call it the the hurry up, the no huddle, the, the fast break? <laughs> like, what sport are y'all feeling today? Like, no, nah, we're going to call it the rundown. Baseball season is still in. So, uh, NFL team test positive for COVID. Game needs to be rescheduled. Thoughts on that? Duh. Duh. Yeah. We knew it was going to happen. It had to happen. I mean, yeah, I was going to say it couldn't. Here's the thing, though. Baseball had been so clean for so long, I didn't know if it was going to happen. Fair enough. I I didn't know. Um, I was like, wow. I was like, maybe I talked all that craziness and nothing's going to happen. Now you see all these teams are getting sick. And um, yep. I was going to say wild stuff, but uh, the outbreak wasn't too bad. I think it's only eight or nine people on like a 120 person staff. So, but um, okay. How about this? Amon Valeni cast as Miss Marvel on Disney. Uh, yeah. Miss Marvel on Disney plus. That's appropriate. That's that appropriate. Sounds good. Actually. I was going to say, I'm first, glad that uh, we're Muslim not superhero. N- no offense to anyone, of course, but I'm glad we're not whitewashing it that's you say you're glad we're not whitewashed how would that be offensive to somebody like (laughs) i wanted it whitewashed how come they got a muslim superhero right (laughs) yeah well exactly i'm just how come they how come they get a muslim superhero how come we don't have another 10 white ones like come on now like that's just all right free games on playstation vampire and need for speed which one would you rock with? Vampire. Come on. Vampire. Like, it is spooky season. Speaking of which, I was thinking for Halloween, maybe we would open up every episode with two-sentence horror. Oh, two-sentence horror. So, cool. You, I'll yeah. write some spooky material Something on the like, um, you write some spooky material on the guitar. I was going to say something like, um, the mother sobbed quietly for her boy at the funeral. As the cat as the casket slowly lowered into the ground, that was until they heard laughter coming from the casket, like something like you feel me, like something just like that was good. You got another? Uh, um, okay, okay, um, the boy called to his mom into the kitchen, 
The boy called down to his mom in the kitchen. No, no, no. The mom called her boy from the kitchen and said, Honey, come downstairs. And then as the boy got halfway downstairs, he heard his mother's voice from her room saying, Don't go down there, honey. I heard it too. That's not bad. <laughs> you, like, you like that one? All right, all right. Here's one. I got one more for you. One more for you. All right. Um, let me think. A um, we might tell short, scary stories too, because I've heard some really good ones. But um, like really like one minute ones. But um, okay. Let me think. I got down on my knees to check under the bed just to assure my son that there were no monsters under his bed. As I lifted the covers up and looked under, I saw my son say, Dad, there's somebody on... My son was under there. And he said, somebody's on my bed, Dad. I think, I'm, I, think I didn't word that one right. But you catch the drift. You go into your kid's room... You're like, look, there's nothing under your bed. You look under the bed, and then your kid is under the bed saying, there's somebody on my bed. And you're like, oh, snap. Oh, snap. That is good. Yeah, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get it at first, but yeah, oh, I can yeah, see where you're, you're going like, from. Yeah. Oh, snap. Or like the closet, but you, you open the closet and just, Dad, there's somebody in my bed. Like, I'd be like, oh, You remember uh, Creepypastas? Creepypastas. Yeah, I was gonna say we can even recommend those. I was gonna say I started I started back listening today. Actually, I listened to like four or five of them for the first time in like I can only listen to them when it's cold out. I can't do it over the summer. That's fair. That's fair. Can't do it over the summer at all. But um, last uh, last marshmallow on the rundown. Call of Duty is bringing back zombies. What? Call of Duty Cold War will have zombies Dude. confirmed. Dude, all right, great. Is it Exciting. exclusive? Um, no, it's on both consoles. Okay. It's on everything. All so right. you'll be able to get it on your PC, your Xbox, everything but your Switch. But these days, a lot of things are getting on the Switch. Indeed. Oh, no. That being said, uh, before we close, uh, Jets, Broncos, who you got tomorrow? Jets. Well, actually, I... You said J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I am usually against Jets. the Jets just because I'm a Giants fan. But... Are you representing I New York? I don't like the Broncos. <laughs> you don't like the Broncos. I don't know. So yes, I'm representing New York. Listen, I got Noah fan on my fantasy team, and I need that boy to succeed. And so with all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, Shade, if you could just play us out. I want to leave you all with something positive. There's no need for words, just feelings. Thank you, Shade, and thank you all.